0: This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point. Now, we're all about wine labels today, and Amelia and I had a great time picking out a couple of selections for this week's Sips of the Week, just based solely on the label. And nobody else knows more about the importance of a great wine label than David Schumann from CF Napa. He's actually a branding specialist, a creative director that helps wineries create a label that's going to portray what they have to offer and also get people to pick them up off the shelves. He's been given many different kinds of awards, he's been showcased in museums, museums like MoMA in San Francisco, in the San Francisco Museum of Craft and Design and been given countless awards. He's now written a book called 99 Bottles featuring some of the best wine labels and bottles that he's created and we have him on the line. Hi David
1: hi thanks for having me on
0: oh thank you so much for coming on i know i did not do your bio justice because it is quite lengthy and you have so many accomplishments how did you get to become the most influential wine label designer in well i would say north america but you know out there in napa you live out there now how did this all come about
1: um well interesting i've been a designer um for the past 30 years probably um Got my start really more on a corporate branding standpoint, so working with um, larger corporations like airlines um, and worked on projects like the Hawaiian Airlines Redesign, um, and always had a passion for wine as more of a, a, a connoisseur, to be honest with you, a collector, and um, in 2000 I had a chance for those two things to come together when I joined CF Napa as um, their creative director. And a few years later, I actually had the opportunity to buy the company and become the owner. So um, for me, it's really been a marriage of kind of two passions.
0: I love that. I mean, so many people have that. You know, um, listeners know that I love stand-up comedy and I do stand-up comedy (laughs) about wine. And so I've been able to bring those two passions together. And I think there's lots of people around the country that love to see that. It's such an inspiration. So thank you. For being that. So now that you're doing that, you're taking your experience as a creative director and applying that and helping wineries really communicate, based on their label, what's inside the bottle. So we had a little experiment. We had a guest previous who went to the wine store with me. I let her pick out two bottles of wine just based on the label alone. Because you know what? Half of the people, studies say, and you know this, I'm sure, maybe it's more pick their wine just based on the label. So where do you start with a winery when you're coming up with a label?
1: Um, well, we really uh, take our through uh, all of our clients through a pretty extensive questionnaire, but what it basically is getting down to... Um, is getting them to start focusing on what their the essence of their brand is we call it brand essence not surprisingly and but rather than it being a lengthy mission statement or pages of kind of adjectives about winemaking we really try to get them down to one succinct thought so one to two sentences is what we challenge them to do and that really gets rid of a lot of the fluff and sometimes that's um something unique about the vineyard itself something uh, sometimes that's something unique about the 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 owner or um or maybe it's really just a concept around the, the fun name of a brand, um, for instance, like a cupcake or something like that, and, mm-hmm. and really then expanding that um, into a story that we build into design and and, and hopefully have some overlap with the consumer's lifestyles. Uh, we all um, tend to purchase things that start to associate more closely with our lives, and um, not surprisingly, if uh, you know, there's a wine with about horses or kind of, you know, and we're <laughs> into horses you tend to buy wines that you're attracted to in that way right. and a lot of consumer products work that way
0: and actually amelia who was with me earlier loves doggies and she picked out one of the wines called yard dog which had a really cute image of a dog on it so perfect that, case in point perfect case in point <laughs> and uh, you designed and have in your book 99 bottles the duck horn label and sure. so you know i bet where I live on the eastern shore of Maryland, duck hunting is huge, and I'm sure there are many times where people are attracted to that because of the label and, and the name. Are Absolutely. you sort of re-engineering that? You want to represent the brand, but are you also looking to the the ideal consumer as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, in their case, they, they already had a pretty well-established brand essence, which was really built around not only... Um, uh, waterfowl and ducks, of course, but Dan Duckhorn, the owner, was a, a big duck hunter, and so he was a collector of natural artwork. And they had a fairly robust, and still do have a robust collection of natural artwork at the actual winery. Um, and when we looked at their uh, brand, um, one of the things that they wanted to do is really just make it feel much more premium, but also um, redesign it to be more in line with their core values. And one of the things that was interesting is the duck that had been on their label. For so many years, it was really supposed to be representative of a mallard duck, but it actually was anatomically incorrect. It wasn't. Um, it, and so we actually hired a famous natural artist to redraw their core identity, which was their logo, which was the mallard duck. And um, so it's an example of how kind of getting that more in line um, and actually giving them some artwork that they then can use across all of their winery pieces just becomes um, a little bit more tied in with um, their core brand essence, so that natural artwork.
0: I love it. And what's the craziest label you've ever designed? <laughs> I mean, uh, nuts. You know, One of my first <laughs> is
1: still probably one of the craziest, which is uh, literally called Pazza, which is means uh, crazy in Italian. <laughs> um, and it's actually got a spiral. It's in the book. Um, oh, nice. And it's uh, orange and yellow spirals that go into a center with a little P in the center and um, uh, has some type that was heavily influenced by uh, Alfred Hitchcock's um, Vertigo, the posters for that movie. So kind of fun. And, and then more recently, I'd have to say Slingshot, which is also in the book that yes. actually has a hole blasted through it.
0: I'm looking at um, that, that right that now. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yes. Pretty fun. And is that really a hole in the label itself?
1: It is. Um, so we have worked with a great printer that helped us uh, figure out a way to get that piece from sticking in the labels when they were printing them, and so it actually it's embossed as well. So it literally feels like the paper's been blasted back and um, has been shot through.
0: You got that bullseye there. I love that. Pretty fun. And uh, you also are behind another one of the iconic wine labels out there, the Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio. Yes. I mean, uh, around the world, this is a wine you can find almost everywhere it seems.
1: Yeah, I think it's the, uh, the, I think the largest selling and most expensive Pinot Grigio by far in the, in the, in the U.S., wildly successful. And uh, we partnered with Santa Margherita out of Italy, as well as Trelato, their, uh, importer here and, and, marketing company in the, in the U.S. Um, and for them, they had a pretty interesting, uh, challenge. They, they had for a long time had more European kind of hierarchy to their labels. So, uh, the, um, Pinot Grigio was the largest thing on the label rather than the brand name. and A lot of people were buying it for years um, thinking that Pinot Grigio, the, the name of the grape or the wine itself, was actually the brand name. And so we helped them get that flopped around, and uh, they've continued to
0: be uh, very successful ever uh, since. Yeah, to put it mildly.
1: <laughs> well,
0: your new book, 99 Bottles of Wine, The Making of a Contemporary Wine Label, Tell us a little bit about, you know, who do you think is the the right person for this book? I know it comes out in June, but you can go to cfnapa.com uh, to get more information and actually buy the book now. You can buy it on pre-sale. W- who's the best person to buy this book for?
1: Yeah, I think it's got a really nice broad audience, um, and we wrote it specifically for that reason um, to kind of appeal to um, both the kind of the general wine consumer, someone who just enjoys wines maybe on the weekends and just kind of has a general interest, the the real serious collector. I think they'll find some stories about some of their favorite brands, like Duckhorn, um, and getting some behind the scenes kind of um, uh, insight into the brands themselves. And and then I think certainly there's a there's a lot about the design process and, and how we approach these things. and So I think for, uh, for the, the designers out there as well, I think it's a pretty interesting read.
0: Oh Well, I'm really excited to get my copy when it comes. And David Schumann, we have also had on Alexander Valley Vineyards, um, Penny Haas. She yeah. was here, and we got to see your label redesign of their label as well. So we totally respect what you're doing, and we thank you so much for coming on The Sipping Point. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.